Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm here with my wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> gorgeous, attraction-loving <laughs> wife, Michelle. You're so wonderful. Thank you. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, August 4th, 2019. How did we get to August? I was just going to say the same thing. Similar. It's like, I can't believe it's already August. It's so crazy. That it the is. The time is just absolutely Wish. flying by. Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Right. And we really want to ask that if you get a chance, give us a little rating and most importantly, tell a friend. Yes, please tell friends about us. And we have a new thing that on our website now that we're going to get started here. I haven't sent any out yet. Just some real brief kind of welcome notes but if you want to sign up for our brand new newsletter on our website it's right there i believe it should show up uh kind of as you exit the page right before you leave if it, if it's not showing up for you please let us know because i want to get that corrected but uh, i would love to have you join because we're going to send you some more information about the podcast as well as some things we have coming up possibly some giveaways maybe eventually some merchandise all sorts of stuff that we have in the works and we'd like you to be a part of it absolutely so please sign up right absolutely and absolutely we'd, absolutely <laughs> we'd also love for you to follow us on social media we have a great time being interactive with our listeners being interactive with all our followers and we'd like you to become one of them absolutely it's a great boy wait a minute i have said absolutely like a million absolutely. times already <laughs> i'm so sorry because you're absolutely <laughs> wonderful but going with what you were talking about with our social media group, yeah, it's a great uh, Disney loving family. We have some wonderful friends, and it's it's a hoot. It's a hoot. That's a, that's a perfect word. That's absolutely a perfect word for it. It's a hoot. And if you want to follow us socially, please find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And by the way, if you ever want to contact us for any reason, if you have a comment on any of our topics, if you just want to say hi, whatever the case may be, you can always email us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Sure. And because I was almost going to say absolutely again. Absolutely. I caught myself. Um, yeah, we do love to hear from everybody. We do like to make this interactive also. Mm -hmm. And so if you have some comments or you have ideas, we'll definitely give you full credit for it. But, um, you know, we want you involved. Right. We do want you involved. So please, please get in touch with us. As for today's show, we have lots of stuff for you today, including we checked out the Empire Strikes Back in concert yeah. last night with the San Diego Symphony, uh, Bayside Summer Nights. We're going to recap that. We'll talk about a rival theme park's big announcement this week, and there's good news for those of us who like a little adult beverage when they're visiting a galaxy far, <laughs> far away. And who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> but let's get to our main topic of the week, and we're so excited. Yeah. We have guests with us that we've been looking to bring on the show for so long. We were guests on their show just about... It's a little less than a month ago, right. I think, but it's so great to finally have them with us. We're thrilled to have Keenan and Rachel from the Part of Our World podcast join us today. Guys, how are you doing? We're good. good. Thanks, Thanks for so having much for us. bringing us onto your show. That's well, our excited pleasure. To be here. Yeah. yeah, we're excited to have you. These, if you don't know the Part of Our World podcast, they have a wonderful show. Uh, they 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 talk a lot about the parks, but they talk about movies. It, it's just a it's just a fun 
family show that uh, we just enjoy very much. And they've been great friends to us, especially on social media. I and mean, we're just so happy to have yeah, them on, Michelle. I think you'd agree. Oh, totally, totally. They're super sweet, really fun. I think you already said fun, but I'm going to tag on to Absolutely. that as well. <laughs> it's going to be another word that I re- use a lot in this episode, <laughs> apparently. But yeah, we're so we're so happy that you all were able to make it today. By the way, um, just guys, if if we happen to laugh because Michelle says absolutely, we've already gone over in this podcast that she said absolutely like three or four times at the beginning. At so <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> we, we may just crack up for no reason in the middle. We just want to let you know what's going on. <laughs> nice. So anyways, guys, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves. First, how did you become such big Disney fans? And then how did you transition that into actually starting your podcast? We have kind of different journeys of becoming Disney fans because I grew up going to the parks maybe every few years, kind of like the same plan that we're on now. We just went every three years or so as a family. And I'm a big theme park guy and I just fell in love with Walt Disney World and obsessed even as a kid going over the trips, mulling over the maps. And this is before Fast Passes and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I had pretty much mapped out our whole (laughs) trip for us and knew the knew the park's in my mind before even being there. So that just kind of naturally transitioned into adulthood when we decided to take a trip a few years ago. And it was, I I don't know what made me take a break at some point, I guess college and all that stuff. But as soon as we went back, I was, the the obsession was there again in full force. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I was just always obsessed with the, the the movies, of course, Mm -hmm. and grew up with little mermaid and, Mm -hmm. Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King were all my my very favorites. And then, um, but I never got to go to Disney World as a kid. Um, we had a big family and they couldn't take all of us. <laughs> so, you know, it was always a dream of mine to go. And then finally got married and mm-hmm. we, yeah, just took our first trip, I don't know, three years ago. And, you know, that was like, I mean, I was a, like a kid in Disney World. Right? It was like all of my dreams finally come true. Right. And nice. seeing all these things that I love in real life so um yeah so from then on i was totally if i wasn't already obsessed with disney which i was like you know an adult listening to disney music by myself in the car (laughs) already (laughs) before going yeah to disney world but yeah and then starting a show was kind of just a combination of being obsessed and talking about it all the time and not having anyone to talk Mm -hmm. about it with sure uh Except each other. So we started talking about it with each other on the show and found this amazing community online that is equally obsessed. And um, I just wanted to do something creative. I wanted to have some sort of content that I was working on. And uh, a podcast seems like a, a good idea. And Disney was the very clear topic that we landed on. So right. that's nice. kind of how that went down. I think we, and it was... I'm sorry. And it was a way to cure the Disney blues. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> definitely. It's good to be able to discuss it as you're in between transitioning between trips to the parks for sure. And it's so sad that we, you know, you guys just did a, this great trip to the parks. And by the way, you should listen to their episodes where they're recapping their yes. day by day journey through all the various different parks at Walt Disney World because it really was a great recap. But we were so sad that we missed you guys like by two days. It was so close when we could have connected when we were out there. But uh, it really really yeah. is a great report and you guys should listen to it if you get a chance all their episodes are great but those right were, those are some of my favorites yeah thanks. thanks yeah we had fun reliving those in minute detail <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah well we I, enjoyed I, it when too you're, 
Sorry. I said we enjoyed it with you too. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, that's the thing is one of the, it was like for us it wasn't a, a main episode, it was bonus episodes. <laughs> but I found that people love the trip reports. I love listening to podcasts that do trip reports, but I know there's people that they want they listen to podcasts for park tips or for top mm-hmm. five lists and things of that sort. And so we didn't want to have just an entire summer of all of our episodes being trip reports. So we kind of released them just when we did them. But it, it was a blast. And yeah, you guys and others have said that they've really enjoyed listening to them. So we're humbled and grateful for that. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think the thing is about the trip reports a lot of times is when you're not there, when you're not going to the parks, when you can kind of live it through somebody else, kind of feel, you know, oh, yeah, oh, I love that too. Or, oh, I totally understand why you weren't thrilled with that aspect of it. Or, right. oh, I wish I had that to eat right now. And I think we all live that when we're not there, you know. And so we, we enjoy the ride with you when you're explaining the, what you went through and the fun that you had. Yeah, exactly. Well, one of the things that helps the blues, too, is having a follow-up trip kind of in your mind. Do you have something in plan or are shooting for or anything like that? It's the funny the thing is, fairly it's, distant yeah, future. It's 2021, <laughs> yes. uh, like around Christmas time, most likely. But I've, cool. I've already started... Yeah. numbers <laughs> yeah. and looking at different... I, I came to her the other day and I was like, okay, I have a plan for day one of our trip and it's like this it was this elaborate multi-step crossing stuff off our bucket list like this is how we're going to do our first day and i'm like you mean the one in two years (laughs) or three years yes but yes (laughs) it's far away but you know so the answer to your question is yes we do have a future trip planned unfortunately it's just not as close as we would like it sure and working on it does help you get you know through the blues where you're there it kind of feels like then that's part of the extension of the trip is preparing for the trip and being ready to enjoy it and have the best time you can have and so i always you know i tell everybody you know have a countdown clock plan it out have fun with it find different ways to involve the your kids if you have them with you in it because it it just adds to the excitement once it finally comes right so yeah we're already telling our kid like you're gonna be able to ride this next time nice yeah that's so great i bet that's so great so one of the things, unfortunately, I realized after we got off the show on your show when we were with you is that I meant to bring up but totally skipped my mind is that I think we have a mutual admiration for one, the musical Hamilton, and one Lin-Manuel yes. Miranda. And so if yes. there's somebody that loves those as much as we do, we need to talk to you a little bit yeah. about that. We do need to talk about that. I, I meant to drop Hamilton references during that show and right? completely... Right. Yeah, I heard Tom, I forget what episode I was listening to. I think it was a very special episode. <laughs> um, you mentioned, yeah, you had a couple uh, <laughs> Hamilton, like, you know, yeah. like references that you'd have to know the show to get. And I was right. like, right. Hey. <laughs> we are yeah, we huge. love that show we have worn out the soundtrack to it yeah. um, we've been blessed to be able to see it a couple times right. I, th- I believe you got to mm-hmm. see it not that long ago as well correct yeah, yeah we saw it twice it, last we've also year seen it twice. Nice. Yeah. nice 
Yeah, we got to see it out here in San Diego, and we also got to see it in Orlando. We just happened to be out there at the time when wow. it was in Orlando, so that was wow. like, oh yeah, on top of going to Walt Disney World right, all day, we yeah. had to go see Hamilton in Orlando. <laughs> that was pretty cool. But best week ever, I yeah, know, right? Exactly. But uh, you know, I just, I, and I'm speaking about Hamilton, and I don't know if you feel this way. I, 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 we're going to geek out on this a little bit. I'm sorry, everybody who's not doesn't know <laughs> Hamilton, but. I find it to be modern day Shakespeare to me. I, the writing in it, the word for word, the the metering of it, everything. I just love that show so much. I've listened to the soundtrack numerous times and for months I was finding new intricate things within it as we were going and then right. more so when we actually finally saw it on the stage and how it all expands. I don't know what you two feel about that. Oh, yeah. Did I ever tell you guys that I taught Hamilton at, in 11th grade English class no. as oh Shakespeare? Oh, did you really yeah. as Shakespeare? Wow. Yeah. Wow. What a c- well, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of how we introduce the unit is right. it's right. modern as Shakespeare. Here's why we're going to be studying the prose and the meter and the rhyme schemes and all that stuff. And so we we would actually do that in place of. Shakespeare for the 11th grade year. Wow, that had to be Very fun for cool. your students. Yeah. That had to be really oh, cool. super fun. Yeah, it's and this next year I'm not teaching 11th grade, so I'm really bummed oh. that no it's, it's back to King Lear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can just do Hamilton in your living room instead. I mean, we do it all the time. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh yeah, we've done we've, we've done sing along. Like we've I don't know how to sing, describe it, but sing throughs. sing throughs where us and some friends have gotten together and people get assigned a role. Right. Right. For oh, each nice. song, yeah, and then you sing through it. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty big uh, Hamel Hamel dorks. Yeah, yeah. yeah us too. Yeah. Us too. When, whenever we're, yeah. I, I tell her whenever we're driving late at night and she's worried about getting me getting sleepy or if it's a long road trip or for whatever the case may be, I'm like, okay, I'm wearing down. Pop on Hamilton because that'll get me going. Yeah, that'll get me going. I'll be. I'll be doing, citing all the lyrics as we go through. Right. right. We have a good time. So I just had to bring that up because I I was sad that I didn't bring it up to begin with because I know I've heard you. I've heard you drop a few like references to it as well within your show. And I, I, I knew we, yeah. we, we, we and, and we also both, we all love oh, Lin-Manuel. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. So glad he's uh, yeah. now connected with Disney. Yeah. I know. It's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so excited for watching, The Little Mermaid. He's right? watching Little Pop. Mary Poppins returns right now. Oh, nice. Very nice. There we go. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see what he does with Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yes. That. We are too. Moana was just amazing. Yeah, exactly. People are, people are like, we don't need li- Disney live action remakes. I'm like, true, but <laughs> Lip Manuel Miranda is doing The Little Mermaid. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, that's got to be good. <laughs> that's a game changer. Curious that's right. That. <laughs> right. I, I believe in Lynn. I trust in Lynn. Oh, yeah, uh, he will make yeah. sure that, that that film is is a good one. At least the music will be good. I have faith in right. that. So. Right. So let's get to it. Let's finally get to our main topic here. And we wanted to talk to you about a visit to Walt Disney World, only, well, something a little strange is going on. <laughs> You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. Picture, if you will, a mysterious-looking figure in the distance. As the image approaches, you make out it is a train conductor. He greets you with a nod and hands you a note. As you gaze back to question the man, you find he has mysteriously vanished. Puzzled, you look down 
and read the cryptic message. A wondrous world you have entered, one with laughter and delight. But if you break this rule, your vacation will become a fright. Take a moment and choose wisely. You have no opportunity for redaction. Ride as many times as you wish, but from only five attractions. <laughs> so yes, we've stepped. That was awesome. Thank you. We have stepped <laughs> into the Twilight Zone. <laughs> we figured with the, the the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror hitting 25 years old just a couple of weeks ago, and we know this uh, this subject has been done many different ways in many different shows. How can we approach it differently? Well. <laughs> We have entered the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know we we're going to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> well, I see, guess that's never the whole done. point, right? Yes. You don't know. Right. <laughs> so here's the what's going to happen here is the we've decided we're going to look at uh, Walt Disney World Resort and we can only ride five attractions the whole entire year entire time you're there whatever the length of your vacation may be but you have to ride them over and over and over again <laughs> so they have to be something that you are prepared to do that with uh also you can just walk on you don't have to worry about wait times you know so right. if it's something that you normally would have a two-hour wait you don't have to worry so much about that so so we were interesting to see we, it, rather than just doing our normal top five list we would do this in a slightly different way with a little bit of a Love theming it. involved so. <laughs> So we're interested to hear what you have to say. So let's get to our guest first. Rachel, what would be your number five list if you or number five attraction if you could only ride five? What would be the fifth one? Okay. So you have to consider a few things if you can only ride these five rides and over and over again. So length is gonna be a factor in many of my choices. <laughs> I understand, right. yes. Because, so for that reason, I chose, and I love dark rides, and I actually had two I was going between, but clearly there's no redactions as <laughs> in the intro. Yeah, you don't want to so, you don't want to have your vacation become. A I fright. know, right? So I'm just gonna go with pirates of the right. Caribbean. So, because it's long, and I think there's a lot to see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. It's a good dark ride, and I've only ridden it one time, so it'll be oh, something oh, wow. new Very cool. every time, I think. Yeah, you would see a lot, especially if you haven't seen it that many times. Yeah. Uh, you're going to pick a lot out of it the more you get to ride it, so that totally makes sense. I love awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah, I love the smell of a good dark ride. Yeah, that's true, especially a good water ride. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. That's a, It didn't make my list, but yeah. it was close to making my list. So that's a great choice. I love that, Rachel. Uh, Keenan, how about you? What's your number five? Okay. I agree with Rachel that a lot has to go into considering these choices. One thing that mattered to me is I want to be able to go to all the parks. Mm. So I wanted to pick a, an attraction from each park because even though I couldn't ride all the rides, there might be a meal I wanted to get mm -hmm. or right. just sightseeing or whatever. So I wanted to be able to park hop. So I had to choose something from each park. And my number five is from Hollywood Studios. And that is Star Tours. Ah, wow. that is my uh, number four, actually. Okay, and I went with <laughs> this for list a couple too. reasons. Because one, there was nothing. Else. So Tower of Terror was the other choice for Hollywood Studios. But I'm like, man, I would probably get sick just riding mm -hmm. that over and over again. So um, yeah. Star Tours has loads of rewritability because mm -hmm. you are going to get a different scene many, many times. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I haven't done Smuggler's Run. I'm guessing maybe once they open that up, I would prefer that over Star Tours. But since that's not an option for me yet, that's what I went with. Mm-hmm. That was and Star Wars. It's amazing. So for the exact yeah. same reasons, that's why that was my number four. Although I had the option of uh, changing that slightly, so I may do that when I get to my number four. But uh, I, no redaction. No redaction. No redaction. <laughs> I haven't put it technically out. You yet, can so. you can change your ordering. Right. That's, that's right. True. That's right. true. Uh, so I, I love that pick, I, and I, exactly for the same reasons that you put out there, Keenan. and that's great. Uh, Michelle, what is your number five? So my number five, um, and I approached it a little differently. It's interesting that we, we all had a different way of looking at how we would hone in on these um, these attractions. So I looked for attractions that might have variability into mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So my number five would be the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, oh. because I felt like each time they would have, you know, some variety in some of their jokes. I know some of them would remain the same, but they'd have some other uh, little skits here or there, and especially since some of them are based on what, you know, you can text in as the joke and if they use it. Mm-hmm. So that would be my number five. It all depends on who is in the audience, too, because right. and how they react to it as well. Yeah. I think th- I, there's some people who want to criticize the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. I think it's highly underrated and right. We do it every single time. We we get a kick out of it every single time we go. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get to do it last time, but actually, Michelle, this actually Monsters Inc. Laughler almost made my list for the same reason. Oh, so I was wow, like, cool. we well, get something new and it remain interesting. Yeah. Right? It, it is but, underrated. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And you get yeah. an AC. And AC. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Even in the queue. Even even when you're just waiting there for, <laughs> before you even get in. Yes. Uh, love it. Love it so much. All right. Yours? My number five, I'm going a really... Actually, I thought Keenan was leaning this way to begin with when he was first talking about his. Uh, mine is going completely off the rails here because... Well, actually, it's going on one rail. Because I figure we need to get to and from these parks some way to get to these attractions. <laughs> so I'm adding the monorail in as my number nice. five because I want to be able to get from Magic Kingdom to Epcot. From Epcot, wow. I can actually walk to the Hollywood Studios. <laughs> I don't actually have anything this time at Animal Kingdom, so I'm not worried about that. So I want the monorail to be mm. part of my list of things I can ride back and forth. I mean, you know, That way I have an easy way to get to and from these parks and from these attractions well that's pretty good although you could have we didn't say you couldn't be on transportation so true. you you might have shortchanged yourself at whole attraction that's true i may have but i love the monorail so All i'm right. going with the monorail good deal <laughs> <laughs> moving on to our number i'm sorry go ahead rachel no go ahead go ahead uh moving on to our number four let's get to our fourth list if, if these rides that we could only ride while we're at Walt Disney World on vacation, but we had to ride them numerous times over and over again, what would they be? Rachel, what would your number four be? Okay, so my next one might be a little too similar to my first one, but I'm going to go with Spaceship Earth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's similar because, you know, it's just a dark ride for right. like people. But um, I thought of the variability thing, and I thought maybe I could make it an educational experience by learning many languages. <laughs> And doing doing the voiceover in lots of different languages. And again, it's like, you know, it's a fun ride. And then you can also, you know, vary your outcomes at the end. Right. Yeah. Take different pictures. See how many things I can come up with there. (laughs) 
That's even though awesome. the seats are a little hard, so that's yeah. why it's not higher up on my list. <laughs> well, you, you don't have so. to do it sequentially. You can, you know, go back to it or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love Spaceship Earth yeah. so much. Over and over. Yeah, that that one almost made my list. Too, yeah, mine so. too. I love yeah. Spaceship Earth so much, and so I I completely agree with you, Rachel. That's a great choice. I yeah. love it. Uh, Keenan, what's your number four? All right. Even though Tower of Terror didn't make the cut because I don't want to get sick riding a ride like that all day. I still need a thrill ride. I need a coaster. And so I'm heading over to Animal Kingdom for Expedition Everest. Ooh. I think it's the best coaster in Walt Disney World, and I could ride it over and over again. So there you go. How does Rachel feel about that? Um, <laughs> I will tell you in a couple of choices. <laughs> Actually, it was, our last trip was the first time I've ever done Expedition mm-hmm. Everest. I enjoyed it a lot. Michelle is not a coaster person per se. There's some some of the simpler ones you're fine with. Yeah. Not someone, the oh. bigger ones. So we don't go on them. When it was just the two of us or when we were with our son or whatever, we right. don't go on them a lot. I've but I was with some of my... Coaster, yeah. So, we, 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 we have done them. You've done, yeah. you've done Space Mountain as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was with some of my family and so I was able to finally uh, do experience Expedition Everest and totally enjoyed it. It was it was a great attraction. I loved it. But I don't think I could ride it over and over and over again because I think I have a But our family s- did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did like four times. I have a motion sickness thing going <laughs> oh, yeah. on that it starts to, after a while, it'll start to wear on me. So right. I have to, I, like, I don't mind riding it once, but I have to pare it down a little bit after that. So, but uh, I still love that choice because it is, it is a really great ride. For sure. Yeah. I would need brakes for sure, but I could easily ride that coaster yeah. for hours. Yeah, it's cool. a lot of fun. It's cool. a lot of fun. Michelle, what's your number four? Um, so my number four is um, in the Disney Hollywood Studios is Toy Story Mania. Mm, that's I on fi- my list. I figured keep working on getting that high score of the day and mm-hmm. eventually, you know, riding it over and over, I might make <laughs> that. <laughs> I might be point. able to beat you, honey. Yeah, at some point, you're bound to, right? Hopefully. I agree. There's, there's enough variation in it. And, you know, it's always, it's very interactive. So you're having a good time with it. It's themed really well. Uh, it's it's a great ride. And uh, yeah, it's on my list too. I'll, I'll mention it when I when I get to that number. Yeah. But uh, yeah, nice. that's like a video game. Yeah. So right. Yeah. Yeah. You could definitely play, you could definitely play that for couple hours right, right. yeah i Good almost pick. put that one on my list as well but the the spinning, the spinning. back and forth kind <laughs> yeah. of me a little bit i, I can understand that around a bit right and the screens so you'll notice none of mine i don't think any of mine have screens or any sort of simulators mm. ah. because those look a little nauseous so yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I couldn't i like wanted you. to do that one for the same reason like oh you have a goal you're trying to get a high score right. but i don't think i could do it all day i think i would barf at <laughs> totally get that <laughs> You barf and then you recover and you go back. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just like college, right? <laughs> All right, my number four, I said it was Star Tours. I won't redact it, but I, my one thing that I could have changed from that is that because on August 29th, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is opening up. Right. Um, I probably would have switched at that point to Smuggler's Run. And same idea, it's, an, it's another video game mm-hmm. type thing that the you know especially you don't know who your crew if it's just the two of you who your crew will be behind you and everything right. so that can change some outcomes everything you do changes the outcome slightly and it, it really it, plus you're just flying the millennium falcon right. or, or you can also take different roles it's like okay right, i've yeah. piloted a couple times now i'm gonna be a gunner oh okay i've been a gunner i'm gonna be an engineer now so you can change it up a little bit as you go along but again I, i'm not changing mine my, my still my four is still star tours but uh, i think 
um, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run would, if it, if it was open officially yet, mm-hmm. it, that probably would replace Star Tours on my list. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm yeah. really excited to ride that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Someday. Ex- we talked about it uh, a little bit, and we're excited for everybody, all our friends that are getting to go there soon. I'm, I really wish you guys were getting out there sooner, but it, the nice thing is that you'll have everything opened up by the time you get out right. there, including the Rise of the Resistance and everything, which is supposed to, you know, we talked with an Imagineer when we, mm-hmm. we did lunch with an Imagineer at the park, and he said it's going to blow your mind when that attraction opens up and so uh, it's great that you guys will get to experience that once you finally uh, do get to get out there right. and, and who knows maybe something will ha- happen for you guys and you can get out there earlier we're keeping our fingers crossed yeah for you. <laughs> <laughs> you never know I, lottery I lottery constantly, I'm, I'm right I'm constantly thinking like how can I just make enough extra dollars <laughs> to afford Disney trips sooner than our next there's got to be some sort yeah. of teaching convention or something out there right, for you guys right? yes there's something that's going to pop up for you. Right. I have faith. I have faith. It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's our number four. Let's get to our number three attractions. If we could only ride these attractions the whole time we're at Walt Disney World. Rachel, what is your number three? Okay. I feel like this is the obvious one. For me, at least. I wonder if it's on everybody's list, but I chose the people mover. Yeah, that was my number three, too. <laughs> <laughs> because... It's long. You right. get a lovely view of Magic Kingdom. You could wa- you ride it during a fireworks show, perhaps. Right. And, you know, you get a little cooling off at some mm-hmm. point. Right. I think it's you just ride the that obvious. All day. Yes, all day. absolutely. That could Not be, even in the Twilight Zone. Right. In the real zone. If I think if this was so. just one, that may have been my... Like if I can only only do one, right? Because the view is constantly. Cha- I mean, yes, the, the 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 actual fixtures around you, the buildings around you don't change, but the view is constantly changing because you're doing so much people watching while you're you're going through right. it. It's always a little bit right. different. And then as it turns to night, you know, the shading, and then like you said, the, Rachel, the fireworks shows. Yeah, and sometimes they have like dance shows out there mm-hmm. and things with characters uh-huh. that you could catch from the bird's eye view. Yeah, uh, great. Yeah. yeah, great choice, Rachel. Definitely, yeah. definitely a perfect choice. Uh, Keenan, what's your number three? My number three, headed over to Epcot now, mm-hmm. is one of my favorite all-time rides, Soren. Ah. And so- Soren is actually the reason that that when I said Animal Kingdom, I went with Expedition Everest and not Flight of Passage. I think they're both great, and Flight of Passage definitely has is like way more intense right. and involved. Yeah, I love but it. there's just something about Soren that's relaxing, mm-hmm. it's thrilling, the sights, the smells. I just Love that attraction, and I need an excuse to get over to Epcot. So yeah, there you All go. Right. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a preference over the new soaring or the soaring over California? We have never done over California. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I know. But my favorite scene in Soaring Around the World (spoiler) if you haven't ridden this ride, <laughs> is the is the final Epcot Spaceship yeah. Earth scene. Yeah. 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 So good. That is so good. Yeah, I think uh, my the only reason it didn't make my list because I thought about it for a little bit, but it was because it's the same it's pretty much the same thing over but you can you can pick out a lot of detail. And right. I know we 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 did soaring over California so many times I was picking out individual hikers on the mountain and stuff. But um I really wish they would like switch it up every once in a while. Yeah. Like, hey, and this time you're doing soaring around the world. This time you're doing soaring over California. Right. I wish they would do it where they they add all sorts of different things. You know, soaring over Africa, yeah. right. soaring over Australia, soaring yeah. over Asia. You know, I wish they would soaring yeah, over yeah. Batu. Uh, yes, that would be incredible. <laughs> yeah. Again, making you know, giving the Imagineers work that they don't need. But you know, <laughs> I think that'd be incredible. Yeah. But I do love that choice, and it almost made my list. It yeah. almost made my list. Cool, uh, Michelle. What's your number three? 
three? My number three is something brand spanking new that they just um, opened up over at Animal Kingdom, and that is Animation Experience. So they kind of brought back that Animation Academy, but over there. Mm. um, And I figured, you know, going and doing that over and over, I could really hone in on some of my well, I don't have art skills, so I maybe not hone in, <laughs> develop artistic skills, and maybe become a character animator. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Doing it over and over yeah. and over. It's practice, right? Right. Yeah. I actually love that That's choice. a good plan. Yeah, I like it. I think so. Thanks. Plus, I mean, they have different characters throughout the day, so you're learning to draw different characters right. each yeah. time you're in there. It's, uh, yeah, that's definitely entertaining, and uh, that would be a blast. I agree. Yeah. I like that. Thank you, you ladies yeah. are, are all about getting better at stuff. You yeah. Guys. <laughs> getting better at. Le- Languages, right. or winning Broadway <laughs> mania, or drawing, right? It's totally. It's a wise, a wise use of your yeah. Twilight right. Zone. Yeah. Look pretty. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, oh, that's something shiny. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, sweetie? Uh, I already said my number three oh, yeah. is the TTA people mover for the same reasons as Rachel. Uh, you know, it's it's just relaxing, yeah. you know, overlooking the park, great views, lots of people watching on the people mover. It's just a, a really one of my favorite things. And like I said, if it was only one. It may have been the one. In right. fact, like you could only ride one thing right. over and over and over again. That probably would have been it. Well, there is a resurgence of, of attention into that attraction. I mean, it used to be something that if you were just waiting for our next Fast Pass, you can just you know, jump on that. Right. And now the weights for that are pretty significant. It's yeah. like people are loving it. Again. I was shocked that there was like a 25, 30 minute wait for it when you went in uh, in wow. June. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we're so used to just oh walking gosh. right on. And I'm like, there's a 25 minute wait for the people. Mover? Right. And it, what it, is it happening? Continued. It continued because we did other things. We looked again. Oh, wait, yeah. still. Like, <laughs> yeah. We didn't believe it at one point. We went over to check for ourselves. And sure enough, the line was crazy cute. Right. Uh, Did it actually take 20, 20, 25 minutes? We didn't go. We didn't I'm go. like, I, oh. I'm so used to walking on. I don't know if I can wait 25, yeah, 30 minutes for right. the people mover. You know, you know we okay. had family we, with us and so wanted to yeah, use their we time. We were using the, t- the um, Touring Plans Lines app, which uh-huh. has supposedly more accurate mm-hmm. wait times. Uh-huh. Um, I just did a YouTube video talking about this one, this nice. app and another one in particular. Cool. But um, it was crazy accurate and for that one it also was a 20 or 25 minute wait for us but the app was reporting a 10 minute wait mm. and so yeah. we we decided to go for it and it the line moved very fast yeah i didn't we, we did not wait minutes for the people mover yeah i didn't think it was yeah. really going to be that but it was just such a weird thing because they're so used to not just walking right on i've right. never even seen a wait but you know much less uh, you know anything that's resembling 10 15 20 25 minutes whatever it was i'm right. so used to just walking right up that ramp and just hopping into a car and going you know, right so. yeah yeah so and the other thing about, by the way, why this is one of my favorites is because we don't have it anymore out here in California, right. and I miss it so much yeah. out here at, at Disneyland. And so, and so I, and so I, that I, that's the more reason why I try and take advantage of it when it's not a 20, 25 minute wait or whatever yeah. it was when we're at Walt Disney World. Yeah. So. so that's our number three picks. Let's get to our number two picks. Rachel, what is your number two attraction that you would ride over and over again? Okay, this has already been said, and you might be surprised by this, but I actually picked Expedition Everest. Oh, really? Wait a minute. All of the, <laughs> I listened I to that trip report. <laughs> I, I give it a lot of flack, but it's because, I think it's because everyone's like, oh my God, it's so amazing and so thrilling, and I disagree. Like, I think it could be more thrilling mm-hmm. for as much buildup as it gets and hype, mm-hmm. Right. but that being said, I do enjoy the theming 
I definitely, like Keenan said, I have to have a thrill ride. I have to have some kind of coaster on there. Mm-hmm. And while I do love Slinky Dog, mm-hmm. so I was kind of between the two. Right. Uh, I did want to get over to Animal Kingdom, but it's just more of like a traditional coaster where they're cranking you up the hill mm-hmm. and right. kind of got that jankiness to it that I appreciate <laughs> in the coaster. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, and then you know, you're going backwards, the scenery yeah. changes and stuff like that. That little so, moment of hesitation where, reason, you're, where you're waiting to yeah. see what's going to happen next. And that's, you know, that you're like, uh, you know, the tension builds a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not my favorite coaster of all time, but I need a coaster to ride over and over again. And this is the clear winner, in my opinion. I am stunned. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I've, given, I've given Expedition Everest a lot of... <laughs> I can't believe it's over. You, uh, you have, She has it higher on her list than you do, Keith. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, listening to that trip report, I didn't think there was any way it was going to be on her list. Right. I think it totally lives up to the hype. I guess I should have had it higher. Right. <laughs> That's I know I'm, I'm an inconsistent. <laughs> that's okay. Um, but that's what I'm going with. That's okay. all right. We, we do the, we do yeah. these lists all the time, and if you, you, when we when we record them, I listen back to them a day or two later. I'm like, why did I have that there? Why right. that would never have <laughs> right that there, you know? So uh, believe me, I'm totally flighty. I get it. <laughs> A week later, you're like, oh, I forgot about right. it. Right. Yes. Happens all the time. That's why eventually when there's a little enough space in between them, we'll probably revisit some of these lists that we've already done. Yeah. Because they change by the minute, actually, in right. our minds. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but this one's a good one. And it's like, I don't know, it's a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a blast. It's, it's, and it's kind of, you know, you get, I don't know, get the breeze. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me sick at all. So. That's good. Nice. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's a good, it's a really great coaster. So, Rachel, do you think it's your favorite coaster at, at Disney, at Walt Disney World? Not necessarily, but I I think I enjoyed Slinky Dog more mm-hmm. because it's smoother. But if I was going to ride one over and over again, it would be Expedition oh. Everest. And I know I, I can't totally explain <laughs> why. I think it's because it doesn't make me sick at all, and. It's a little janky, and I like that. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the thrill aspect of it is a little bit greater than, well, a lot greater actually than Slinky. I mean, I like Slinky yeah. too, but I think the thrill part of it for Expedition Ever, especially going backwards and everything, I think that just yeah, and it's to fun it. to see people's reactions too on mm-hmm. that. And right. Like, even if I'm not freaking out, a lot of people around me are, and that's right. kind of funny. So yeah. That's enjoyable. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it is funny to see the pictures because you can tell the different people who want people who are used to it, either right. being on it or are very comfortable with coasters versus the people who are like, oh, hold on. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Always a blast. I like that choice. Uh, Keenan, what is your number two? Uh, my number two was jockeying for number one, mm-hmm. but I, um, I went with it at number two because I I didn't want to steal Rachel's thunder. So my number two is the haunted mansion. Ah. Mm. It might just be my overall favorite Mm -hmm. ride at Walt Disney world. It's long, it's cool, it's dark. Mm. And I just feel like it's a ride that every time you ride it, you're going to see new things and just discover more. There's a lot to take in and I would have no issue just doing this over and over and over. Yeah, like a whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that almost made my list too. Because, yeah, I'm like, surely you would see something different every time. Right, right. Yeah. It's on my list. And it's so long. I figured it would be on your list. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that in a moment because it's on my list as well. And what's really, well, then I won't say anything more. Yeah, it's a good ride. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. (laughs) What a segue. What a segue. Sorry. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) In 
in not wanting to steal Rachel's thunder, I might have stolen someone else's thunder. Is what you're telling me? Yeah, no, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. I actually thought we were gonna, you know, we were gonna brainbow there, and we were gonna be. Same. <laughs> I know, right? But we were pretty close. We were pretty close. Uh, I, I, I can't argue with that pick. I love the haunted mansion yeah. so much. Both yeah, it is. Uh, all, all the haunted mansions, whether it been we've been to, of course, we go to Disneyland. That haunted mansion is great. Walt Disney World is mm-hmm. a little slightly different. The right. queuing is much better at the Walt Disney World at Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, we've even been to Phantom Manor at Disneyland mm-hmm. Paris, and right. that is great too. We, nice. we, yeah, we, we've we've enjoyed every version of it. They're all spectacular, yeah. and you know this is done. 50 years ago, it's the 50th anniversary of it, and a lot of the effects still stand up today. They're right. that good. That's Totally. Know, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and we get lucky out here because they have the uh, holiday overlay, which mm-hmm. runs it, no. yeah, the Nightmare Before Christmas. So it's really great for Halloween time theming as well as Christmas yeah. theming. So, so cool. Right. It, it's, a, it's an amazing change. It's a totally different scene yeah. that you go through. It's, yeah. You'd love That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, excellent choice. Definitely a great choice. Michelle, what is your number two? Okay, so mine, again, for possibility of variation would be the Kilimanjaro Safari. That was almost, that almost made my list. That was almost going to be my number five, but I chose transportation instead. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just figured you get to see different animals each time, depending on different times of the day, who's, you know, which animals are out there. Your tour guides, you know, bring a lot to it as well. So, you know, have different flavors in that way so just for the the possibilities of having some variations yeah i agree that's why it almost made my list i i love that yeah, yeah. It's a good one another Thank one you. another one. educational yeah, one. yeah i know i know i almost You're said learning that, about like, all okay, these animals yes. Yes. <laughs> i'd memorize that little card in front of me right <laughs> right yeah uh, totally enjoyable. I love that. Yeah. I, I and that's that's one of the you know that and the the celebration of the Lion King. You know, right. are the two yes. things when we go to Animal Kingdom right. that we never miss. We right. have to do both of those things there, and then we can kind For of sure. right. you know go around and do a couple other things when we're there, depending on what we want. Of course, you know, if we have a fast pass to Flight of Passage, we're going to do Flight of Passage. Right. Or, yeah. You know, Absolutely. That's definitely one of the ones we're going to uh, experience for sure. And your number two. My number two. Well, I can't have you beat me. <laughs> So I am going to go on Toy Story oh, Mania no. so I can get my score and make sure I'm higher than yours. <laughs> because we're competitive that way. Right. I think the first two times we went on, I was, were the only times I was able to get a higher score than you had. But after that, you just dominated. You're always better in accuracy. <laughs> yes, Because I just fire true. away at everything. You just have, yeah. You're such a guy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I just I, I I think it's just a great attraction. You know, I'm I, yeah. I enjoy video games, so I enjoy mm-hmm. that part of it. Uh, you know, I think the theming from the queue, or even though I mean we're going through it pretty quickly because right. there's no one in front of us to get on. The queue is is excellent. Right. Uh, just getting on it, and I understand Rachel because it can get to me a little bit when it does the quick jerky motions and everything. But then I get wrapped up in the video game and all the, all the motion sickness goes away because I'm so busy trying to you know pop balloons or hit rings. You you know, hit things with rings or whatever the case may be. So uh, that's why that would be my number two. Very cool. Because you're not going to beat me. Excellent. I know. I know. It was only hope. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> me and Princess Leia. You'll give him a run for it. <laughs> yes. She will. Definitely. Definitely. So there's our number two. Let's get to our number one attraction mm. we would ride over and over again <laughs> if we were in the Twilight Zone and that's all we could do. Rachel, what is your number one? 
My number one is Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain. Ah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite ride in the entire park. It has everything mm-hmm. that you need in a ride, in my opinion. <laughs> you got your dark water ride. Right. Uh, you have your thrills. Uh-huh. It's long. Mm-hmm. You there's got a story. Good, there's yeah. story. got good music. You got yep. Audio animatronics. animatronics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You get a little wet. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's got the, cool the like log flume ride. Yeah. I'm assuming this was it. also your number one, Keenan. This was also my number one. <laughs> I just I it's don't great. get me wrong. I mean, I, I, I was torn between this and Haunted Mansion. I think both are the pinnacle of Disney Imagineering. Mm-hmm. But I gave the slight nod to Splash Mountain for the reasons you were saying, Rachel. Just it has everything. It's a ride that has mm, right an aspect of every type of ride that exists. Yeah, yeah. And it's just my favorite ride. And I did, yeah, I love it's it because it's so long. Yeah. <laughs> it and is. you get a couple really good drops in it. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's great. I could probably yeah, I think I could. I wonder how long I could actually just like sit on that if I were to ride straight through before I was like, okay, I'm done. Two hours. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> if I had food with me in like a bathroom, like I think I could be set. You can, you can hop off and yeah. get like a Mickey bar and right get back in there, line. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not waiting in line. So Yeah. Yeah. But I think I get could, bored. yeah, go for a, quite a long time. Yeah. Nice. Just relaxing. And it's, then you get, ooh, you get excited and then you, just, you settle back in. I don't know. It's yeah. it's great. The only reason it didn't make up my list was because I didn't feel like I feel like after a couple of rounds of it, I'd be soaked head to toe. And right. I don't mind getting a little wet, but <laughs> yeah. I, like after a while, soaked head to toe is a little much for me. So I decided, oh, OK, but every every reason why you added right. it on the list was why it almost made mine is because, yes, it's long. The story's great. You know, they're singing great animatronics yes. in it, uh, and, you know, and, and there is a small bit of thrill to right. it. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it as well. Yeah. And it's got that old time song, that, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And mm-hmm. The one at uh, well, Disney World is nicer because you can sit side by side, mm-hmm. whereas the yes. one in Disneyland, it's just individual. Right. So right. Like in front of the other. The, yeah, the one at Disney World so. is better for that. And the view when you hit the top and your view oh, is yeah. spectacular, mm-hmm. which I love how it, it synchronizes with the song saying, you know, I'll show you a happy place. Mm-hmm. And ta da! Of course, Michelle never has her eyes open at that point yes, because I she's did. terrified that's, of the drop. That's at the that only moment. time. I have my, no, it's not the only time I have, but I do because it's, I remember somebody telling me once, you know, make sure you open your eyes. So then, just for that, yeah. So then from then on out, I opened my eyes. So yeah. good, yeah. That's yeah. uh, a great choice and definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny if I was going to do a coaster over and over, I would do rock and roll. Really? Yeah. Except for if they could just cut out that countdown, that just. It drives you crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to have a heart attack and I'm just going to be floating around here on this ride dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so much anticipation. Right. Wasn't, right. Wasn't that fun, honey? 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 <laughs> I, it would make sense that you would like that, Michelle, liking tamer rides, because I think one issue that Rachel and I have with Rock and Roller Coaster is that it's billed as the one of the most thrilling right. rides in Walt Disney World. And it's just for me. It's too. It's honestly too slow. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds yeah. crazy to say it, but no, it, no, it just, I, I get, we, Yeah, I get that. Loving roller coasters, it just mm-hmm. does not right. go fast enough for right. me. Right. The music that. is really awesome, so. but it didn't make my list. But it didn't make a surprising. <laughs> it didn't make your list because I figured my odds would build against me if I went well, you over. You think I was over. a little slightly <laughs> set aside when Rachel had Expedition Everest on her list? If if if. if 
<laughs> rock and roller coaster in me. Michelle's list. I would have just had to walk away from the microphone because I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so are we do, are we doing um, if it were on my list now? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Because I because I got a whole bunch of other ones. Oh yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Almost but didn't. <laughs> well, I also don't want people to think I am totally unable to do any roller coaster. Oh, no. You've so, done many. Yeah, I've done many. All, so, but, you, all but ever. You love the Matterhorn and you love Big Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, very much. And Flight so. of Passage. I mean, I love all well, ever. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Thrill Ride, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah. So what's your number My one? My number Michelle? one was already mentioned, but I'm going to put it out here, is Star Tours. Mm. Uh, for a lot of the same reasons, you get different experiences. And then also with the help figuring going over and over that, I could be the rebel spy. Again, you've I already guess. been oh, the rebel spy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know, right? I figured, oh, if I do it over and over, maybe. If I just kick the kids out so they don't get it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell the cast member boarding that, oh, just make me the rebel spy. You know, I'll walk never away. See I'll walk again. away. Right. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's a great ride. It has, it does have, you know, like the, what was mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. that it has different, um, you know, worlds that you're visiting. So it has that variety factor. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. I get a little emotions issue with it but uh, I do too yeah mm-hmm. but it's not so much that would keep me from like that was on my list right, riding right. it over and over again yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I just may have to take a breath in between before right, we go back right. on yeah Okay, so you're number one. My number one's the Haunted Mansion. I love <laughs> the Haunted Mansion so much. Everything about it is wonderful. I, I, I love the theming from the beginning to the end. I, even the, the, the cast members that are there, they take on their yeah. roles yep. so well. I mean, even the stretching room is basically just an extension of the queue, but it's fantastic right. part oh, of the so show. Yeah. Uh, it, it just It's all magnificent. The effects are fantastic. We've been lucky enough to be on the tour where we got to see how they do it and I even seeing it I'm like it's amazing how this works you know and right. it's it's insane and you know you can pick out so many different little things every time you're on it and yeah. I could ride it over and over and over again I love That's true. the Haunted Mansion so much and this is their uh, 50 year anniversary yes, yes. So. lots of celebrations going on for that uh, yeah. including Disneyland they're doing a they're doing a yeah, the night like 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some sort of celebration from 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. I'm like, I don't mind the late night Whoa. celebrations. I don't know if I could do that one. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and they're not going to have all the rides open. So there's right. only going to be probably like, I think they said like four rides, yeah. four attractions that are going to be open. And it won't be time. the Haunted Mansion. won't be open. That's rare. <laughs> oh, oh, no. It'll no, be open, of course. Open. <laughs> I was like, wait a yeah. I know, right? <laughs> So those are our selections. If we could only ride, you know, five attractions over and over again, walk right on because we, if we chose poorly, well, we'd have to ride something like, I don't know. I think Keenan would probably have to ride, I don't know, journey into imagination or something. (laughs) I heard a little something about that somewhere, somewhere a little bird told me something about that. Oh, (laughs) My most controversial tweet ever. <laughs> no, right? I saw it. And I'm like, oh boy, his mentions are about to blow up. And I'm like, I think, I think Keenan might be a. The, the, I think the vacation blues have already set in, and he's already a little worn out. And yeah. you know, it's tasty. Yeah. <laughs> but I get it. I actually am not a fan of that version of that attraction. Right. I love Figment to death, but that version of that attraction, I wish they would alter it slightly yeah. to make it more along the lines of what it originally right. yeah, was. Go back or to the original one. Something mm-hmm. new where, you know, Figment isn't just a pest. Right, right. Yeah. 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 
there's so much they could do with it to yeah. make it oh, really yeah. amazing. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I just want to. I hope they just keep Figment because I do love Figment. Yeah. I know. That, I like yeah. Figment himself. Yeah. 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 If anybody from Disney is listening, keep Figment. Keep Figment. Hashtag. We like it. Hashtag keep Figment. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's wrap up this segment. All right. A practical joke perpetrated by a mouse and a combination of improbable events. A practical joke wearing the trappings of joy of elation, of celebration. Small human drama played out in an amusement park 16 miles from Orlando, Florida, USA, continent of North America, the Earth, and of course, the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <Da-da-da>. <laughs> so good. Good yeah. job, Thank baby. Good job. Well, Michelle Rossi wrote most of that stuff. I just... <laughs> Uh, again, I'm just the dancing monkey. And then, you know, here, here's the script. Would you just read this for me? You know, okay, yeah, you got it. That's what I'll do. So. I could totally see Keenan doing something, right? <laughs> so, like, if you guys weren't already similar. Yeah, right? Like, when he was doing that whole Twilight thing, I was like, that's totally. Excellent. You guys are two peas in a pod. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And all the more reason why we have to get a time where we're getting together out yes. at the park. Or I know. going and seeing Hamilton, apparently. Oh, we I need know. to do that. Yeah. One or the right. other, or both. Yeah. yeah. So. You'll, you'll appreciate, Tom, I was jamming out to the dead while cleaning the house. Nice. Oh, wow. I, I, was, I was listening to this. This, this day in Grateful Dead history this morning as I was getting prepared so it's all good <laughs> anyway uh, please please uh, you know you guys have such a great show me if you haven't listened to part of our world podcast I know many of our we have some mutual friends out there mm-hmm. and so you know they know both of us but if you haven't listened to part of our world podcast please check them out they are a fantastic show Keenan Rachel can you please tell our listeners how they can find you and also better yet you know how they can also follow you on social media thanks yeah I feel like if if your listeners like your show, they'll probably like ours mm-hmm. too. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of similarities and that's probably why we're such great friends. I agree. Yeah. Um, but our our uh, website is part of our world.net, so you can go there and find basically everything that we do. Um, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. On Twitter, if you want to connect with me on social media, we're at P O O W Podcast. And on Instagram, it's part of our world podcast. Yeah. And we have a Facebook group, part of our world podcast. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And they're a great follow. They have a lot of fun on social media. We we enjoy interacting with them a lot of times, but their show is fantastic. You know, listen to it, subscribe to it. Please give them a review because we all, all podcasters love reviews. It helps uh, other fans find these podcasts. Plus it helps us know what we can do better and that people are enjoying what we're doing. So um, please, please do that. And yes, uh, such a, it's such a great show. And we're really, really thrilled that you were willing to come on our show. We had an exciting time when we were on your show talking about Marvel. If you haven't heard that episode, you should search out part of our world podcast and, and listen to that because we had a lot of fun with that as well. I think you'd agree, Michelle. Absolutely. Oh no, I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. Yes. I, Another dollar in the jar. I know, I know. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Um, it's it's always uh, a real pleasure getting a chance to talk to you all, and it, we were so honored that you're willing to come on our show and uh, have fun with us today. Yeah. Totally our pleasure. Oh, yeah, thanks. Pleasure. And we'll have to do this again Absolutely. sometime very soon. Yes. For sure. 
Yeah. Oh, and oh, by the way, I, I almost forgot. Uh, Keenan and Rachel are running with us in our virtual virtual five k. Right. They they did they surprised us running in the last month's <laughs> one. I mean, didn't even know they. Didn't, I don't even think they got a medal for that one. You know, Aww. they should get them a medal uh, for that one. But, <laughs> but they are joining us for this month's one, and we are doing that two weeks from today. We're recording this on the fourth. We're doing that on the eighteenth is when we're right. all running. So if anybody out there is going to be running in the Black Panther part of it, um, please join us. Uh, Disney Discussions podcast. Disney DNA podcast, DVC Duo are joining us as well. Uh, come on out, join us on that day, and we're looking forward to uh, you know seeing you guys out there uh, having a good time or as good a time as you can have when you're going 3.1 miles. You know, you can yeah, listen. Rachel, you get to run yeah. a 5K. <laughs> Apparently, all right. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel is not signed up for it. Just me. But now, now, but now uh, I feel she's, like I have she's to. Uh, well, committed. So yeah. you shouldn't have said anything because I would have believed the whole time that Rachel right. was right there with you. Yeah. So I'll just edit that part out. No one will ever know. Yeah. You can listen well, to I Hamilton. Just do it. <laughs> if you listen to Hamilton know, while you like, run and you try, fast. yeah, and you envision the actual being watching the play being there. Uh, it, you forget that you're actually no you don't you but somewhat it helps. forget you somewhat forget about your running that's a good tip yeah you need like my shot to kick in right, right. when you're feeling fatigued yeah yes see like i i have it set up on about my yorktown right right that's it's it best, I, I was just about to song. say i have it set up whenever i'm running for those last leg towards the end of like i'm doing an actual run disney race or whatever that i'm getting right about the the finish line when hercules mulligan shows up in yorktown because yes. that they just goes right at that point and that pushes no. me yeah absolutely no. <laughs> I swear to god i'm not trying to do that it's another dollar thank you. <laughs> edit, edit that out so it doesn't sound so ridiculously many times no absolutely keep it i know i, I don't know why maybe i do it on every episode and i just never noticed you before but, oh, yeah, we all have our crutches but i this have plenty episode, of them yeah. i was like Hush. we all have them yes. it happens oh yeah i when i listen back through i'm like i said yeah. Like or so, yeah. right. or fantastic, oh, so a million things. times. Yes, yeah. yes. So. Yeah, mine is. I, 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 I say out there a lot for whatever reason, and I'm like, oh, it crushes me every time I say it. Because like, oh. <laughs> that that's your brain. Yes, out it's there. way out there all the time. <laughs> out there. Sorry. Oh no. Okay, <laughs> hey, time to wrap this if, up. If Keenan can sing during his episode, so can I. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of out Absolutely. there, we need Ben Platt to sing out there. Agreed. Yeah. I don't know if you know. It's all I want. Yes. So I'm making it known on all I love platforms, that. including yeah. their podcast. I all love right. that. Oh, that <laughs> is perfect <laughs> choice. That I'm is trying. a perfect selection. Yeah. I love that so much. By the way, Dear Evan Hansen is coming out here. I mean, it's the touring company. It's not the mm-hmm. same, but Dear Evan Hansen's coming out right. here. Right. Uh, next year, we have tickets for that, so we're excited. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's coming it's here coming soon, here, but, but I don't think we can go. Oh. No, we're trying to... Trying to be budget savvy, save up for that next Disney. Yeah, yeah. No, get to Disney. That's sooner. right. That's right. Yeah. Every time you're thinking about going out to that restaurant, just like, you know, we can cook a little something at home and put that in the Disney fund. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Oh, I was, I was just going to ask if you mentioned it. One more thing, I will be, thanks to Keenan's request. This week we will be on Disney Dishes blog. We will be debuting the avocado margarita. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So that is coming sometime this week. Wait for it. I just need to adjust a little bit of the. Wait for it. Point. I know, right? Wait yes. For it. 
<laughs> I just need to adjust a little bit on it, but it's almost ready to go. Take a couple more pictures and it will be this week. So you can make that at home. Awesome. Oh, we were, we already have avocados. So like, nice. Yeah. You're prepared. Right. <laughs> this is my final week of freedom before the school year starts. Oh, that'll be it. That will be the celebration. Yeah. Very nice. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. Perfect. Awesome. Well, Keenan, Rachel, thank you again so much for being on their show. Thank we you. really, really appreciate it. We always have a great time whenever, well, uh, you know, obviously when we're together like this, but also just on social media day in and day out. We really mm-hmm. enjoy you guys so much. Yeah. And we really appreciate you took time on your weekend on a Sunday, no less, to, uh, you know, to take time from your schedule to talk to us. It's great. Absolutely. Yeah, it's our pleasure. This is this is great. We love yeah, it. Yeah, we love talking to you guys. Oh, yeah. thanks. Likewise. We're big, we're big fans. Yeah, too, too. So, <laughs> Keenan and Rachel, part of our world podcast, please subscribe to them, listen to them, give them a review. They're great. Thanks again, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, I hope you liked our little Twilight Zone theme <laughs> there, you know, in honor of, of course, 25 years of the Hollywood Tower of Terror, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we just had a lot of fun with Keenan and Rachel. Yeah, today. and you did a great job putting that uh, intro piece together and the end piece. We really, I think that was spectacular. Well, I put it together, but you wrote almost all of it. You did the research. <laughs> you did the real legwork on it. Yeah. I just, you know, like, oh, you know. <laughs> Put the script in front of me and read it, you know. Dance, not, monkey, not, dance. Not even. But that's funny. I may want to try that sometime. <laughs> Anyway, we had a lot of fun. Please follow Keenan and Rachel, part of our world podcast. Find them on social media and follow them. Definitely listen to their podcast. Follow, um, subscribe to them. Give them a review. They are a great couple, and we're looking forward to doing much more fun things with them in the future. (laughs) He almost said absolutely after all this time. Absolutely. No, they are wonderful. And again, we really appreciate that they joined us today. Yeah, that was special. That was special. So let's move on. Before we get to our Disney stories of the week, we want to talk a little bit about what we did last night. You may have seen some pictures out on social media if you follow us. But we had a great time last night. We've been looking forward to this for a while. The San Diego Symphony goes out to the San Diego Bay. And during the summer, they set up a stage and mm-hmm. chairs and tables and all sorts of stuff right there on the bay and it's really a wonderful thing we've been out there for a couple other events we've been out there for a couple concerts but last night we were lucky enough to go check out one of our favorite things including one of our favorite movies matter of fact it's my favorite star wars movie empire strikes back live in concert with the san diego symphony oh it was spectacular and um we have to admit, we did uh, get choked up there. The me? Little... I never <laughs> get choked us. up. You know me, I'm an emotional rock. <laughs> but even at the intro, when they, uh, you know, brought on, you know, Fox Entertainment or whatever, um, that yeah, they 20, did. 20th Century 20th Fox. 20th Century Fox, and they did the drum thing, and it was just like, oh my gosh, with a live orchestra there, it was phenomenal. Yeah. And, uh, and thanks to Trent and Jenny for... Um, Talking with us a little bit about that, they actually saw that in oh, concert too. From Disney DNA podcast. Yes, we, they were joined us a couple of weeks ago. We've joined them a few weeks before that. And we're looking forward to having them on again. Yeah, at some other yeah. Point. But so. they're they're great as well. But uh, yeah, so um, it, if you don't know what this is, they basically they screen the movie and they take out the actual music, the, the right, score the of it. Mm-hmm. This, uh-huh. 
And, and instead that they have the live symphony orchestra playing all the music. And it is amazing to watch this. And it just gives you much more appreciate. Not that you didn't appreciate John Williams' score that right. much more. But when you see it played out right in front of you and such a, just the little nuances. And it's just spectacular to, to, to see. Absolutely. Ah! <laughs> we need like a um a jar that a I put buzzer. <laughs> or a buzzer, yeah, or I was gonna say like a dollar jar that I have to put a dollar in every time I say absolutely. That's all. I was just explaining. <laughs> um, I concur, <laughs> but yeah, it it was interesting because I, having obviously seen the movie a million times, sometimes I I, I was able to really just appreciate watching the orchestra play and even just their body movements and how they got into it. It, it made it so much more enjoyable. And in, in fact, after a while watching their faces and they were just, you could tell they were having a great time too. Yeah. It was interesting to watch because some of them would be so focused in, you know, what the next piece of music they had to play or what their next part is or whatever, that they were just looking at their music. They were just looking, and there was other, like the first seat violin who is, you know, if you know anything about symphony orchestras is like, you know, outside of the conductor right. is the main person in these orchestra. That is like the number one person or there. And he was just focused on what when he wasn't playing he, even sometimes when he was playing because right. he could just tell he knew his part so well he was focused on watching yes. the film he was enjoying every bit of it whether I don't know if he's I, I assume he's seen it before but uh, either way he was really enthralled with being there right. and getting to watch Empire Strikes Back yes and the conductor was phenomenal uh, a lot of um, props to him he did a great job he had a lot of personality too and that came through and so it was really really fun and Anybody who hasn't had that opportunity, mm-hmm. if it does come around, take that that time and just go really appreciate that movie in a whole new way. Right. And it was funny. It's the first time I've ever had a, watched a Star Wars film where there was an intermission. I mean, I've taken, of course, at home, you right. know, when I put the Blu-ray on pause or whatever, <laughs> I go run and grab a snack or use the facilities right. or whatever, but uh, an intermission. And, you know, the fun thing about it is they played the most, I, well, I guess it, not, Star, the Star Wars theme itself is probably the most iconic part, right. but the second most iconic, and some would pl- argue it is the most iconic piece of music going in and out of intermission. They played, of course, the Imperial March right. going in and out, which was, which was great. But uh, it was just great. And one thing about this, and if you live in, the San Diegos. I know some of you who listen to us, of course, live nearby us, or maybe uh, many more Southern that Cal. live in the Southern California area, and ever want to check this out. Really, is a great location. Uh, you can go out there, and you can bring your own food in. You can bring your own beverages, no alcoholic beverages, but you bring your own beverages in, and then you can pick up adult beverages there and you can kind of have a picnic and enjoy the whole thing there are people that uh, you can get seats but the, you can also lay out uh, they have general mission seats where you can put out a blanket put out, you mm-hmm. can bring chairs along and set up and it really is a great time just to enjoy the evening out we had just beautiful weather last night it couldn't have been more perfect I mean you know people sure. people are talk about how they're jealous of San Diego weather and last night yeah that, that was a reason why you would be yes. sorry everybody yeah. else in the country it was a wonderful night out on the bay last night another thing we did and we did this ourselves is that because we were in a certain section because we splurged a little bit on this because we really want great <laughs> seats but uh you could have food delivered right 
to your table. They, uh, Richard Blaze, who you may know if you really if you watch any of the cooking shows, he was on Top Chef and now he's on Food Network a lot, kind of a celebrity chef. And he has a few restaurants around the country, including one right here in San, San Diego. Diego. Uh, he designed some menus uh, for specifically for this, and so we you know we were excited, so we ordered off of that, and we really got some really nice dishes. We took some pictures of them. You can probably find them on social media under our yeah. Disney Dishes, dishes. blog mm-hmm. website, or also we have it on 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 pretty much everything on Instagram. I put some of those pictures out of the food. I got a flat iron steak with barbecue sauce and cream corn. That was really good. You mm-hmm. got a beautiful salmon I dish. Know, right? That was spectacular. You're a little worried sometimes when you get salmon when it's served to you in mass on on uh, on site. You know, right. it's going to be overcooked or whatever. But it the same wasn't. Fish. It was, no, it, it was. was Perfect. It was perfect. I was thinking, actually, it would probably be okay for you because you're like your fish a little bit more cooked than mm-hmm. I do. But it was perfect for me. I right, would have loved yes, that, yeah. that salmon dish. So right. uh, that was great. The food was great. We got a bottle of wine. We watched the show. It Under was, the stars. It was, yeah, right by uh, the San Diego seafront uh, uh, there. The right. uh, It was just... On the Bay, it just couldn't have been a better night. And if you ever had the chance to go check this out, they do these things. They do regular classical concerts. They do some of these musical scores. They have um, actual other bands. Like we've seen Paul Simon and mm-hmm. Steve Miller Band come out and do stuff there. Uh, go check it out. Take advantage of it. And if this um, any of these Star Wars in concerts, I know they've done A New Hope before. I'm hoping that they're going to do Return of the Jedi maybe yeah, next, next year or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they ever come to your city and the symphony's playing, or even if they're just doing like the music of John Williams, go check it out because it is just so, so good. It is. And if you do come out to Comic-Con, it's something to also take a look at because they usually do have something uh, on the same weekend as Comic-Con that you could put that in for your mm-hmm. evening entertainment as well. I think this year they did Galaxy's Edge. Gal- not, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to talk about Galaxy's Edge. I know. Edge. I so had maybe that that's on why the it brain. was on your mind. Yes. <laughs> yes. Galaxy <laughs> Quest, the movie, and right. had the score with the, the symphony there. And they also did Back to the Future, right? Right, right during right. Comic-Con. So that was, those were a couple of fun things. A couple of years ago, they were doing during Comic-Con, but actually in Symphony Hall, uh, they did the music of John Williams, which mm-hmm. we went and attended, and that right. was a lot of fun too. So definitely check it out. We had a great time and if you want to check out any of our pictures i did snap you couldn't record you weren't supposed to record anything video wise or whatever while this is going on but i did snap a few pictures of the stage setup and a couple screenshots of the movie behind the mm-hmm. orchestra um check out our social media and see that but we had a great time so did you post the paw i did <laughs> i did the big meaty paw coming across to swipe against uh, Luke, Luke's yes. face yes, yes. That was classic and funny, and that was actually <laughs> not, it was it was actually not my intention of that picture, but it's like that's the way it worked out. That there's this wampa, big wampa paw coming across the screen there, so I had to post it because it was just funny timing. Um, anyway, but I digress. So let's move on to our Disney stories of the week. Every week, there's so many Disney stories. We need to get to a few of them, and, the, and actually, we have even a story that's not technically Disney, although it kind of relates to Disney in some way. But I'm gonna start with Disney, and we're gonna start at the Walt Disney World Resort and stay in Star Wars, stay in a galaxy far, far away uh, because there are new ways coming to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World 
if you like an adult beverage. How exciting. It is exciting. I'm jealous a little bit because <laughs> it's a little tougher to get these adult beverages in Disneyland. But I guess considering at Disneyland Park, they haven't ever served adult beverages before. You know, I guess we should just you know, be happy with what we get for yes. right now anyway. But uh, this is going to be fun from the Walt Disney World Resort. And this is straight from the Disney Parks blog. Uh, and it was an article that mostly talked about the food items, which are pretty similar, if not completely similar, mm-hmm. to what you get at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at the Disneyland Resort. However, it got interesting as you read more into it. When you know, and so Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I know some are getting to go to some of the previews now. The, the annual pass holder previews are coming up, and I'm sure these will be available for that as well. But uh, the land itself opens to the public on August 29th. But he, they, it was interesting to see because they have so many more interesting adult beverages that I'm looking forward to trying while we're there. So I'm going to go down the list and we'll start with Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo, which we both right, we, we love that place. We both enjoy their food there. Uh, they have for their specialty beverages with alcohol. And this was in that Disney Parks blog story if you want to check it out. You kind of got to read through it a little bit and kind of right at the end they aim a non-alcoholic specialty beverage, but I don't care about that. I want the adult <laughs> beverage, which is interesting. Um, so the, well, here's what they have there. Uh, for They say for an specialty beverage with alcohol, which is ex- exclusive to the Walt Disney World Resort, try the Taco Donna Quencher with dragonberry oh. rum, blue curacao, simply orange with pineapple and kiwi. Yum. Yum. <laughs> yeah. That is a drink I want to try. That yes. sounds delicious. Uh, they also even have, a, we've tried the we've tried the blue milk. We didn't try the green milk, but we tried the blue milk. I liked it okay. You weren't as crazy about right. it. That's all right. However, we may try them again when we get to Galaxy's Edge at the Walt Disney World Resort because they have blue and green milk with alcohol nice. yes <laughs> so the blue milk cooler comes with rum and the green milk cooler comes with tequila so mm. i think you I'll will try be the, trying the, the blue, blue milk <laughs> because you have an adversity to tequila ever since college <laughs> too many shots yeah, too well, many we shots. won't get into that story right now but interesting stuff but that's exciting too yeah. I'm, I'm sure that'll make an interesting addition to the flavor profile of both of those when we get to try it finally also at ronto's roaster you can enjoy the Walt Disney World Resort's exclusive specialty beverage with alcohol, the Trandoshan Ale, which is a spiced wheat ale. I believe you can also get that in uh, Oga's Cantina. Mm-hmm. I think that's there as well. Or the Coruscant Cooler featuring Kentucky bourbon, cherry liqueur, fortified wine, cranberry, and lime juice. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Probably don't want too many of those. No, no. But You'll, you'll definitely feel like you're in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I like that a lot of these are very, you know, knowing how uh, Florida can be so warm and so <laughs> humid and it just that a lot of these are very refreshing kind of drinks that, mm-hmm. you know, will kind of cut into that. I think, you know, you don't want a big heavy drink when right. you're there. So and very themed and fun right. sounding, which is all I mean, that's the thing about all these yeah. drinks is they're very themed to the land and I think when you all get to go enjoy Star Wars like we've been blessed of course on the west coast that we've we've Mm -hmm. gotten to already experience it Uh, when you get to experience Star Wars Galaxy's Edge you're just going to fall in love with the place and the the theming of it uh, the the cast members which I don't really can the um, Batuans because that's who they are they're not cast members they really are uh, uh, you know citizens of Black Spire Outpost you're really going to 
have a wonderful time and I'm excited for all of you to get to experience it very soon. Right. It is the most immersive experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Let's move on. We're going to stay in Orlando, but we're actually going to go kind of across town a little bit and talk about, yes, I know. Sorry. Universal a little (laughs) bit here because they had a sort of big announcement this week. Uh, They plan to heat, turn the heat up on Disney a little bit with an epic New, they had an epic new announcement on Thursday. This Finger straight, quotes. Yes. Uh, this straight from the Washington Post. Comcast Corp owned Universal Parks and Resorts on Thursday, fired the latest salvo in a decades-long battle to give entertainment giant Disney a run for its money, announcing a major expansion in Orlando that includes hotels, restaurants, shops, and a new theme park called Universal's Epic Universe. Pretty cool. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I, it was an interesting uh, announcement. They were teasing it for a couple of days that something was coming, and I mm-hmm. think they wanted to get ahead of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening it up at the Walt Disney World Resort and, of course, D23, which is coming up, gosh, before we know it. I'm right. just so excited. Uh, anyway, so here's the quote uh, from that press conference. Quote, our new park represents the single largest investment Comcast NBC Universal has made in its theme park business and in Florida overall. That was from Comcast Chief Executive Brian Roberts. Uh, actually, it was in a statement. He said it reflects the tremendous excitement we have for the future of our theme park business and for our entire company's future in Florida, end quote. The news comes just as Disney is about to open Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Orlando. The addition of Epic Universe will bring Universal Orlando Resorts total to three major theme parks and one water park. It already includes Universal Studios Florida, Islands of Adventure, and Volcano Bay. The new park will be located on a larger 750-acre plot a few miles from the existing resort, according to the news release. Universal will provide transportation to link all the properties. There were very few details that were given uh, about this area, but uh, theme park, or excuse me, industry watchers believe that there's going to be like a Nintendo-themed area, uh, rides inspired by DreamWorks films, such as How to Train Your Dragon, and it looks like there was, if you look really closely at the, um, the representation they put mm-hmm. out there, the artwork they put out, looks like there's another new Harry Potter theme land or... Um, Fantastic Beast theme land, but kind of in that Wizarding wow. World themed area. So uh, they also gave, there were really no details about it. It was really kind of a weird announcement. <laughs> um, but they, you know, the thought is that it'll probably open somewhere around 2023 20, or 2024. Sure. Was, so. Well, you know, I think the more things that, that they can put out there like they said like you said they're you know kind of um upping the game a bit and that's going to help make disney world better too so i think it's it's really exciting look we are walt disney world we are disney fans that is where we're going to stay most of the time that is our big thing however we've been to universal here on the west coast we've enjoyed our time there i'm all for friendly I don't know if it's so friendly, but I'm not all for competition because it makes everybody better. I'm also all for more options. I'm all for more theme parks. I'm all for better attractions. I am all for this. So hopefully this is good for Universal. I I want to see this battle going on where they're each upping their game as we move along. I think that only... Uh, for the consumer, for the fans, it only makes things better for everybody involved. Right. And different people like different mm-hmm. things, and that's awesome. So this is really fun news for yeah. sure. 
Yeah. So, I mean, as even though there weren't a lot of details on this, I'm excited to hear what's going on. You know, we've, we haven't been to Universal when we've been to Florida because we just, we just focus on Disney. Well, we're, like I said, we are Disney fans. When we go to Walt Disney World, we tend right. to stay at Walt Disney World, but we have been to Universal in Southern California, Universal Hollywood, and seen the Wizarding World of Harry Potter there. And it's amazing. Right. We love it. I know it's supposed to be even better at uh, Universal right. Orlando. So I'm all for it and I'm excited to see what what happens with this so interesting it'll be fun to see what the details sure. are as they uh, gradually come out in the future right and they also have a, a rich history of a lot of different films etc so you know it's going to be a really i think a really good thing that they're going to be providing people who love all kinds of different yeah. entertainments no question about that so that's cool and i have just have one more story for you it's just a really quick story and it has to do with the disneyland resort and that is if you are looking to go to brunch at the lamplight lounge at disney california adventure park uh before recently it was only available on the weekends on saturdays and sundays well this week they just opened up uh reservations for <coughs> Friday as well. So uh, another day where you might be able to, right. we've done brunch at the Lamplight Lounge. We it's enjoyed phenomenal. it very much. Uh, it just opens up one more day for you to take advantage of that. So go on go on the website, go on the app. If you're looking to do it, I highly recommend getting a reservation and, and go check it out. Definitely. And uh, if you're not as familiar uh, here in Southern California, the reservation window is 60 days. Right. And uh, Lamplight Lounge does get busy. It will book up. Don't uh, You may get lucky if you try a couple days out, but I would suggest when your 60-day window's open, if you know you're going, book it as soon as possible. And you, if something changes, you can always cancel at least 24 hours ahead of time mm-hmm, without right. any uh charge on your credit card or whatever the case may right, be. Right, you know. And they do take some walk-ins. Yes, yeah. Just know. because you didn't got a reservation doesn't mean you won't be able to get in. I just, right. if you want to do this, it's just easier to, you know, plan out your day when you right. know when you'll be going in there and if you know it's something you want to do why not take advantage of that and book it ahead of time yes and weekends do get um, pretty busy in comparison to right. weekdays and especially now that there are some block times for disneyland resort because of galaxy's edge then more people tend to go over to california adventure at exactly. that exactly who have annual passes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I feel mocked. Mocked. <laughs> you? No. Wait, are we the podcast that makes you feel like a jerk? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, boy. <laughs> Got to work on that. Yeah. No, you're wonderful. <laughs> I guess I'm just the podcast host that makes you feel like a jerk. No, no. You're just being funny. <laughs> anyway, so that's our Disney stories of the week. Uh, if there's any, you know, if you want to talk about any of these, please feel free to hit us up on social media or through email. We'll share that again at the end of the show. But we never wrap up any show without giving you our vacation tips. Some sort of tip that might help you whether you're out the parks, whether you're on vacation at the resorts. Whether you're doing Run Disney, Disney Cruise, whatever the case may be, we always like to wrap up the show with some sort of tip. And we always start with Michelle. One, because she's absolutely wonderful, (laughs) but also because she always has the best most spectacular tips you're ever going to find anywhere. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're so So funny. let's not hesitate for one more second. Let's get to Michelle's tip of the week. Well, thank you, 
Thank you very much, sweetie. Uh, so my tip has to do with uh, transportation to and from the airport. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people know about uh, Disney World's Magical Express and how that um, it's a free service and, and how that's provided. Um, here on the West Coast, It's we don't have Disney's Magical Express. However, um, there is a company, Coach USA, who has an, uh, a tie-in with Disneyland to have Disneyland Express. And so they do have uh, shuttle service to and from um, the LAX airport as well as the John Wayne airport. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not free, but the prices are pretty reasonable, especially if you're, you know, whether you're thinking of either... um, Uber or taxis or even car rental in in this area can get quite pricey. So especially when you if most of the resorts and hotels around the Disneyland area charge for parking. So when you're thinking about renting a car, add that into your uh, total amount. Right. So if you're um, coming uh, into John Wayne Airport, that has either a round trip for adults at thirty five dollars or children at eleven dollars. And one way is adult 20 and children seven. And then LAX has adults at $48 and children 14 and one way $30 children at nine. Um, You don't need reservations, but you can make reservations and prepay online. It's interesting. So it's one of these services that they go from the airport to several hotels Mm -hmm. and then also pick up from hotels and go to the airport. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about a a one hour drive uh, with (laughs) John Wayne. Airport. John Wayne's a little closer. It's not. Right. A, I don't think it's actually one hour. I, 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 it all depends in well, LA, what, Orange County on their, traffic. Because of their stops. But, oh yeah. What they're okay. saying is, is it gotcha. about an hour from the airport to your hotel and vice versa? Um, and they do multiple uh, transportations throughout the day. And so um, you can go online to uh, coachusa.com and get that information. Uh, But it seems like a a really good opportunity if you want to come out to Disneyland and don't feel like you need a car Mm -hmm. um, and want to use that. Interestingly, they're airport to hotels they go to less hotels but they kind of have some central drop-off locations in the you know and this is all in the anaheim hotels near disneyland Mm -hmm. so they don't go all over anaheim um but they have more actual hotel pickups to take you to the airport Mm -hmm. so interesting yeah so it's it's a it's a you know another disney express they call it disney uh express again it's not free but it's it's a pretty reasonable cost right and you know can give you that same service that you would want to get uh like you would see at disney world highly recommended if you're coming from lax because lax is a long way away and unless you're renting a car you figure that out like i don't only suggest renting a car if you're planning on checking out some other things in southern california if you want to go to hollywood if you want to go to universal some of the other theme parks that are nearby or any of the other sites around southern california then you can rent a car but otherwise, I, if you're flying into LAX, definitely do this. You don't want to fight. You, you don't want to fly in and fight LA slash Orange County traffic right. if you can avoid it. Uh, so do that. Um, it's a little bit different when you're flying into uh, Santa Ana, um, Orange County Airport, John Wayne Airport, as you said. It's a little closer, so it, you're, it's a little more up in the air and whether you want to do uh, an Uber or a Lyft, you know, right. or some sort of ride share versus uh, doing this. But uh, either way, check out your options. Yeah. And if you ever have any questions to us about 
about that, feel free to hit us up and we'd be happy to answer any of them at any time. Sure. And, you know, like I said, I think it's it's a certainly a convenience. Um, and I think the one difference that makes it nice, too, is you don't have to be stay, staying on property at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You can be going to one of the other resorts yeah, nearby. There's only three hotels on in the Disneyland Resort. So there, most people who come do not stay on property. There, right. you know, that's, a, that's just the, the facts of it. There are plenty of great hotels, mm-hmm. great good neighbor hotels that are nearby. But uh, so, you know, it's good that they have transportation to yeah. those spots, not just to the Disney Resort hotels. Yeah, so just another option to consider. Absolutely, and that's a good option. And again, Michelle, yes, I did use it. <laughs> Michelle <laughs> has the absolute best tips. Oh, you're too kind. Yes, too kind. obviously. Now let's get to my little secondary tip. And I'm going to go back to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and again, go back to adult beverages because <laughs> I just tend to do that. Actually, yeah, it's Cocktails not, on the mind right, right now. Yes, I guess it must be cocktail hour. Um, I actually, this will go for not just uh, adult beverages. It will go for non-alcoholic beverages as well if you're going to Oga's Cantina. And here's the one thing about it. When you get into Oga's Cantina, one, it's difficult enough to get in there. But when you're in there, you're limited to about 40 minutes of time in there. Mm-hmm. And you're limited to two drinks. Right. You can only purchase two drinks. Now, when you get into Oga's Cantina, which we have a couple times, um, you're going to notice that it's pretty crowded. Okay, It's a nice mm-hmm. space. But they, they do shoehorn the people yes. in around the bar and at the tables and everything. I mean, they want to try and get as many people in as, as they can. Uh, so, you know, because it's so big, you know, because there's so many people that want to get in there, they do want to try and make that available for as many people as possible. Well, here's what I would suggest because I guess it depends on if you want to take advantage of that to drink mm-hmm. maximum. It can be difficult to flag down your server or your bartender as you progress through. The mm-hmm. first order, not so bad, but to try and get a second one, a little right. more difficult. I would suggest when you make your first order, just order. If, you want, if you're planning on having two drinks right. anyway, make your order right from the beginning. If you're going to have some of the Batu bites, the snacks, make sure you order that right. there. Because it becomes a little more difficult to True. flag them down. As you know, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it becomes a little more difficult. If you're planning on doing this anyway... Go ahead and take advantage of it right at the beginning, or at least let your server know, I'm going to have another one, or I'm thinking about having another one. So right. it's in the back of their mind that you might be having it. Because the 40 minutes while you're in there will fly by pretty quickly, sure. and if you can't flag down your server or whatever, you know, it, it, it gets a little difficult. Right. So my suggestion is just, you know, at least let your server know that you this is your plan. If you don't order right away, right. Um, just, just make them aware that this right. is a possibility. Or maybe even as they bring you your first drink mm-hmm. order your second drink that's a great yeah yeah that is a great tip because we did see that we had a struggle uh this you know the second time we went in there and and you know you were we're like oh are we going to be able to even get it and mm-hmm. we were right at the bar right and it, it, I mean, it's just a lot of people and they're doing a lot of things mm-hmm. and there's other, I won't spoil it for you, but there's other interactive stuff that happens within the Ogus right. Cantina itself that, you know, that uh, some of the staff there take part in. Yes. So they're busy doing that as well. So just let you know, and there's always new people coming in going. So, uh, it, it can be a little tricky. Um, just be ahead of it. If you're, if you're thinking about doing that. No, it's a great tip. And I think we've mentioned this in the past too, but just to reinforce it is, you know, just be friendly, get to know the person next to you, or at least say hi, oh, yeah. um, you know, and, and it, makes it a, a much better experience because you are pretty much shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. anyway. So just kind of 
expect that and think, hey, everybody's there is very happy to yep. be there. Having a they good time. They are thrilled and um, appreciative of what they're able to experience. So uh, enjoy the friendship and the fun with them. Absolutely. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Have a great time. And uh, I'm excited to hear about all your first trips to a galaxy far, far away. I mean, I'm looking forward. I know that there's several people out there that are going very soon. I know the Monorail mm-hmm. family from Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Yeah. They have uh, some of the uh, annual pass holders. The, um previews uh-huh. they're going soon i know frank uh, cardillo from uh, dillo's mm-hmm. diz i know he's coming down with i think uh uh landon does who, who also does the uh, monday, monday morning monorail, monorail. Uh-huh. with justin um they're all going and they're going together and so i'm excited to see their pictures and yeah. see their their man tears shed just like their, a mind <laughs> shed on the first time we went uh but all of you out there that when you get to go i'm so excited to see you experience this land whether it be here on the Disneyland Resort, or whether it be just opening up at the Walt Disney World Resort, you're—I—I—I I, I really believe you're going to love it, and I'm excited to see and witness all your experiences checking it out for the first time. Yes, you know, and I—I've noticed some things on social media about the color schemes of both parks being slightly different. And I just want to reassure anybody who's planning to come to Disneyland Galaxy's Edge, you will not be disappointed no. at all in how. Fabulous, fabulous! That land looks here in Southern California. Um, it the the color scheme is perfect. Yeah, and I don't know if you can judge. I mean, trip into each land, you know, different environmental situations, right. uh, different times of day mm-hmm. could change how the shading looks. Right. Everything they could be almost exactly on the same. Mm-hmm. But you just it, it just depends on like I, you could go into Disneyland and look at you look at the castle at Disneyland or you could look at the castle of Walt Disney World at Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and uh, it could look different on you on you know two days in a row because of you know clouds right. or That's true. light or whatever the case may be it may look slightly different and that could be the I, I mean I haven't experienced Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World yet so I can't really compare. But I wouldn't just say, oh, yeah, definitely. They are strikingly different yes, until you yes. actually have been to both of them and seen them under similar circumstances. Right, right. So anyway, um, I'm excited. I'm excited for everybody to get to go. And I'm excited mm-hmm. for our chance yes. to get to go there when we get there in December. And, of course, our, our, our return visits to Star Wars Galaxies at here at Disneyland coming yes, up soon. Yes, coming up soon. Coming up soon. So uh, that's it for this week. Uh, next week, well, we'll be less than two weeks from D23 Expo yes. 2019. Wow. Yes, crazy, right? Uh, so uh, we're going to be doing one final pre-event discussion, including last-minute tips. Uh, we may go through some of our predictions of some of the announcements we might mm-hmm. hear when we're there, what we're looking forward to. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll probably reach out to you and see. I've already reached out with some polls this week. Matter of fact, sometimes there was just too many polls. I slowed them down <laughs> a little bit because, sorry, I was overdoing it. Just so excited for D23 Expo. I can't wait for it to come. Uh, so... so um, we'd love to hear what you 
think of as far as please vote on our polls that you can find those on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast. But also, um, I'll probably be reaching out for you know what you're most looking forward to as well right before this next episode. Right. And if you are planning to go to D23, please uh, reach out to us. We'd love to meet up with you, mm-hmm. say hi, or if any of you do um, go there and see us, please say hi. Yeah. And find us. We have some giveaways. We just received our brand new giveaways that we'll yeah. be handing out. Something simple, just a little trinket that we're going to hand to anybody that comes up and says hi to us, you know, says they listen to the show or they follow us on social right. media or whatever the case may be. Uh, please, we are looking forward to meeting so many of you out there and experiencing this wonderful ultimate Disney fan event. Uh, so yes, yes, please stop by. And you can't miss Michelle. She's the cute little <laughs> redhead that's oh, five feet tall bopping around out there. You can't miss her. You're so funny. You're Absolutely. So <laughs> okay, we need to have like a challenge in one of our future, but I need practice, a future episode where we don't say it. Absolutely. Yeah, good luck with that. I know. Good luck with it that. It won't be next one because I don't think I could cut, I, I don't think I can go cold turkey. Nope, because it'll be an absolutely wonderful episode. <laughs> and thank you absolutely for joining us today. Please, in the future, follow us on social media, on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, you can absolutely reach us <laughs> at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. You're absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I think I see there's another term that you really want to use that I'm absolutely right now. Not at all. (laughs) Uh, We appreciate you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. Best place to find us, the absolute best place to find us is (laughs) HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Please sign up for our newsletter there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartMedia. If there's any place that you haven't found us that you normally listen to podcasts, please let us know. We want to try and get on there as well. And one, just tell a friend about us. That's the one easiest way to get us known throughout the Disney community. But if you have the time, a rating on even more time, a review would help us so much. One, just to learn what you think about the show and how we can improve. But it also helps so many other Disney fans and our podcast fans like yourself find our show. Yes. And again, uh, we love to hear from you and get your ideas and feedback on the show. And uh, we want to make this the best podcast ever ever the absolutely best best podcast ever (laughs) all right time to wrap it up we're getting silly now yes where's Uh, the hook (laughs) thank you for listening to the hyperion adventures podcast we look forward to sharing some time with you again next week but until that time i'm tom i'm michelle and we hope that you have an absolutely magical week (laughs) 